Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So, a bit of breaking news. Again, this is all just rumours and whispers, but Danny Wilder has uh, tweeted out that uh, the Rabbitohs are chasing Dom Young pretty hard, which when you look at squad makeup and we talk about outside backs with the Rabbitohs, would make sense that they're chasing outside back. We've been talking about it for quite a while. Danny Wilder has also said that, you know, they're using the big gun. Sam Burgess has been talking to Dom Young. So, Dom Young is actually contracted for 2023. So, maybe this is for 2024, but, I mean, his performance last year was great. Then his performance at the World Cup was incredible. Uh, do you see, could the Knights lose a guy like Dom Young? I think quite possibly. Uh, I think he was up in Queensland the, the week before as well. So I think he's uh, seen a few clubs at the moment, Dom Young. So, mm. Which I think there should be a lot of clubs after him. Mm. Uh, when you have a look at, you know, obviously last season was great, but where you look at how much he improved in the 12 months before that, like I, I'll be honest, when I first saw him, like he had his, his body and everything was amazing, but... His reads were so far So off bad. That like, I thought he so might bad. not last half yeah. a season mm. here. Mm. He's improved. He's one of the most improved players in this competition. And credit opinion. to him for sticking it out. He could have gone home, back to England. He stuck it out. Which I think will make Newcastle filthy <laughs> if they lose him. Well, they discovered him, like, what, playing local league or something over there. Yeah. Like, local league England or some shit like that. There's a, I think it's like 17-year-old, 18-year-old. And then COVID happened, then he couldn't get across or something along those lines. The one thing that makes it interesting is that they have also got the two young English fellows coming next year, Newcastle. Mm. So I wouldn't be surprised if they thought that might sweeten that deal mm. a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I, I think there'll be a lot of big clubs interested in Dom Young. What do you reckon, Timmy? What Knights fans have something to worry about? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the performance we've seen the last 12 months, of course they're going to. He's going to attract interest across the board. Uh, and it's... I'm a little bit... I think there's a lot of hype around Dom Young. Mm. And when you're two metres tall, you're one of the quickest in the game, you're a strong body, you have every reason to at 21 years old. And Guru makes a great point that he, he developed his game in such a, in a 12-month pe- period so quickly. I'm probably a li- not as convinced as a lot of people, only because of his defence. Mm. And in attack, sky's the limit. 
but you've still got to be a good defender at NRL level. And we saw him, we've seen him caught out time and time again, and we see him get caught out the back end of the World Cup. England had some easy games early on in the World Cup when it got to the crunch games, and he missed a few, had a few poor reads. So he's one of my the most intriguing prospects for me going into this season because. You know, he's 21 years old. He yeah. has every right to be missing, get making poor reads. Yeah. And he was going from English rugby league to the NRL. Mm. You know, very different games in a lot of regards. So there's no reason why he can't fix that. But if he wants to be an elite um, outside back in the NRL, he has to do that. Yeah. Can he do that? Some players go their whole careers and they're in and out of first grade because they can't get their defensive reads sorted. So I want to see that from him first. There's no reason why he can't. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how Dom Young turns yeah. out. It's, it's interesting because... It's, it, he's got this added thing of being English, but even if you looked at him like a normal winger, like you even look at Brian Tottles' first few years, I don't think anyone would be, would bet the house on that he would turn into the player he did, he would. Like his first his first year, I think he was solid, good, strong ball runner. Did we think he was going to turn into a bloke that is just blowing stats out of the water, like totally impacting games, turning on their heads? Like he had the potential, but him to get actually get there, I think it's a a normal journey. You're right though. That, a lot of players struggle to make that journey. I think it all matters the system he goes to. I can't see a Roosters, a Rabbitohs, a Storm, um, you know, I can't see any of them not being able to get something out of a guy like Dom Young. You know, I can't see them, as long as he stayed at those clubs and obviously, you know, put his best foot forward, he's so athletically gifted. Their systems are so... I just can't see how they couldn't get it out of him. You know, they may be rocky road, but I feel like they could get... He's just a genetic freak. Like he's massive and he's so quick for how big he is. And although his reads still do need work, if you took his version of defence now compared to when he first rocked into the NRL, it's like night and day. He still needs to improve. And that's it. At a team like you said, the Roosters or Storm Panthers or whatever, he'll sit on the end of a back line and probably top the tri-screen charts three years in a row. Yeah. And defensive reads, because the blokes inside you are so well drilled and you know, you're winning play laws, you're winning the ruck, all mm. of that they won't be as difficult. So if he lobs in one of them clubs, happy days. If he's at one of the less clubs where those opportunities don't happen and you have to make a lot of defensive reads, yeah. I have that worry, does he end up like a Greg Marju, who, with ball in hand, is one of the best wingers in the game, yeah. but he's in and out his whole career because he can't get his defence right. Mm. Um, and again, I'm being critical. Dom Young, he could nail it and just yeah. be like the next best winger in the NRL, but mm. uh, where he lands could have a big say in that. Yeah, huge say, huge say. Um, but it's interesting, the Rabbitohs, big Samuel Burgess trying to get him across there. Could you imagine him in a Rabbitohs jersey? Again, all rumours and speculation, guys, just chat. It would solve a problem, though, wouldn't it? Solve a massive yeah. problem. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, their back line looks like, Oof. you know, you've got Campbell and Graham in it. You've got Dom Young in it. You've got Latrell Mitchell, Alex Johnston. There's a lot of big teams in this competition that are, you know, genuine premiership threats that are probably one backline player short. Mm. Roosters are as well. I would say Melbourne are as well. Mm. Probably just as in you, you know, reckon roosters are a backline. Oh, because of the center position. Yeah, trying apologies. to work out that yeah. center spot. Yeah, um, storm, like if the storm, lo- lo- if any, you know, if Pappy doesn't come back, which mm. hopefully will, Pappy doesn't come back to his absolute best. Mm. Uh, I still think that there's a few question marks in in that Melbourne Storm. We saw their depth last year really struggled, yep. and the depth come in, it just wasn't the same. Yeah, so I reckon they'll. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty hot property, I think. Yeah. Wow, Dom Young at another club. Hopefully Knights fans, though, they keep him because that's the, like, you wouldn't consider they developed him in the sense, like, from a junior, but, like, they don't get nothing. If he goes on to be a superstar, they spotted him from literally nothing. And, look, every club goes through it. They they spot some young kid from a 
teenager and then they get taken by another club, but that would be devastating, especially the position the club's in right now. Um, but really interesting. Gun to head, do you think he stays or goes? Uh, based on some of the meetings that looks like he's having, I would probably lean towards going. Honestly. What do you reckon? Yeah, I mean, if he's being shopped around, obviously not by the Knights, but his money mm. just taking him around the whole of the NRL, probably leaves. I just think that because he's going to have such big clubs after him, it's almost going to be too good to refuse. Yeah. If the Knights were going well in the top six side, I think you'd find it like it's easier to be like, you know what, they, they gave me a crack, rah, rah. But with the Knights, I mean, they don't even know who their coach is going to be next year. Like it, the coach is under pressure right now. There's a lot of... There's a lot of questions with the Knights, whereas like when you get the big dog clubs come after you, willing to offer you a decent wage, you're a good chance of winning a premiership. It's not like we use the salary cap to balance everything out, but is it really balanced? Like is, is it really as balanced as we think it is? Like everyone has the same amount of money, but is, is, is the Roosters coming to you the same as, let's say Roosters come at you with a 250 grand contract and then you know, the Titans or the Knights come at you with a 250 grand contract. Which holds more value? Obviously the Roosters. Yeah, you know, so like it's... But, but I also think the situation would be so much worse without the salary cap. Oh, I'm not so, saying get rid of the yeah, salary cap. Yeah, so it's... I'm saying like we need to find ways to make up that difference. Yeah. And so that difference could be, I hate to say it, a draft. Because if you're a lower tier team, at least you get a crack at the next big talent a way to get off the bottom of the table. Whereas like at the moment, you know, unless you get really not lucky, but just have this crazy recruitment drive, it is quite tough to get to consistently get off the bottom of the table. Like over the last 20 years, who's been, you've got that crazy stat in regards to the teams that have won the comp or coaches, something like that. Yeah. The, I think over the last, what was it, Matty? Over the last, I think the 35, last 35 premierships, 22 of them have been won by, Wayne Bennett, Tim Sheens, Ricky Stewart, Trent Robinson, Craig Bellamy, and Ivan Cleary. Mm. And so it's like to be consistently to get up there, it's, it's tough. It's and tough. Then, yeah. And it should be tough. It should be tough. Like we're not saying give handouts or anything like that, but it's just that finding that balance between when the Roosters come at you with 250K, it's almost worth fucking 500K. Yeah. But I mean, like it can be done. Like if we were sitting here in 2013 and we said, geez, if you're the Penrith Panthers and the Roosters offer your contract, mm. which one are you going to take? Yeah. You're obviously going to take the Roosters. Yeah. Like the narratives. Oh, it, it absolutely can, can be It's done. hard, no, no yeah. doubt about it. But I think that the difference, I guess you could make the argument with Penrith, is the fact that they literally are sitting on the heartland of mm. rugby league right now with the biggest talent pool you can pull from. And also, they didn't Castle's get lucky. sitting in a bad spot, though. Sorry. Well, they didn't get lucky, though. Like, I'm not yeah. saying they got lucky with Cleary, but like Cleary is a generational talent. Mm. And so even if, let's say, let's say uh, the Knights had Cleary coming through, I can see the same thing happening at the Knights because, and I, look, I'm not. I'm just playing devil's, devil's advocate here. I agree with you. It yeah. can be done. I just think there's a lot of factors at the moment. We, look, to be fair though, when you look at some of these clubs that are struggling, you could point out a million reasons. Like mm. the Knights, the fact that they've let so many young developing players go to other clubs that are in their area, and, and we're talking about some of the biggest superstars in the game. I'd be looking towards that before the salary cap for sure. Like uh, that's that's the thing you can control, and that's the thing that hasn't been done great at the Knights. Um, but I do think that 250k from certain clubs is not the same as 250k from other clubs. Oh, it's not. And it's, I don't know how you bloody. Yeah, pick, I, I mean, I, I think real like if you're Dom Young, I don't know what what what, what do we think Dom Young's worth? What, what do you reckon? Oh, it's tough because he's not proven yet. To, like, is he's is he's you, proven he can play really fucking well. Mm. 
but I wouldn't put him in the same category as like a Tupo, the top or I wouldn't put him in a top tier wing category yet. Okay. But he he could get there. He has a physical ability. I'd probably Fives play. Oh, is that too high still? Maybe too high for a winger. Maybe three fifty. Oh, I reckon on potential he could pull fives. Yeah, I, yeah, I could see that. What do you reckon, Timmy? I think he'll get the fives, five plus somewhere on potential. Mm. If I was behind it, I like I'd be probably three fifty. Yeah, three, yeah, three, three, three fifty. Three, three fifty is where yeah, I'd want to be. I wouldn't, him. but there will be a club out there that'll pay on potential. But, but it's, the good but, thing is, it's not going to be the Roosters. Don't be able to pull it also, back. Yeah. We speak about this quite often about paying on potential. That's often around a key position in the halves or a fullback. Paying for, on potential for a winger, how much extra does that get you? Like, mm. I wouldn't pay any more than probably 350 at this stage. Yeah. That, he could come out the first five weeks of this season and just be unstoppable and then just go whack. That's how close he is. But, you know. Yeah. And as you said, it's not an even playing field. Like, realistically, if the Roosters are offering you 350. I think if you're a team at the bottom ladder, you you need to go five fifty. Yeah, for sure. And I like that's that's the tough thing is like, how do we fix it? And then, and to be fair, like the Roosters, the Storm, um, the Rabbitohs to a degree, uh, all those teams that are like a powerhouses now, they worked their asses off to get there. They didn't just fucking appear yep. there. They worked their asses off to get there. So it's not like they were given that. It is just an interesting dynamic on how do you how do you combat that? Like I, I'm not sure how you how you do it. I, I still think. I like a draft. I think a draft would be really cool. Um, I think it's good for content in regards to fan engagement. I think it gives uh, fans a reason to stay engaged. It also gives fans a reason to watch people coming through. Uh, but I don't know how it would work, obviously. Yeah, I, I just don't think we have the underneath to make a draft work. And I also think that even if you have a draft like, you know, Sam Walker, for example. Tell me Sam Walker's half the footballer he is if he's not at the Roosters and if he's at one of those bottom four clubs. Mm. I guess from a fan's perspective, you're not looking at that. You're looking at, like, I want a chance oh, to be Oh, for sure, the but in a few years' table. time, you will be. Mm. When you pegged all your hopes consistently on these draft picks that aren't working out for you because you don't have the system to bring an 18-, 19-year-old into the competition. I, I wouldn't be so sure that they don't work out. Like, to just say that for the five years, they're just not going to work out. I, I, I think that drafts can... But these teams don't hang around for five years with young halfbacks. We see it year and year again. Yeah, we'd be, we'd be in a different environment, though. Like, it would be a different... Like right now, obviously they don't hang out. But if you were to get, as I said, like if you got Nathan Cleary coming out of school in a draft at the bottom of the table, he genuinely could lift you to the top of the table. Like he's pr- like the pen of pencils mm. are outside the eight. Mm. Um, you know, if you got any of the, the the, and I guess that's the the risk of a draft is if you do land that guy, franchise changing. It seems to work. I mean, the bloody NBA does it, NFL does it. I understand they have got different systems. AFL, under there. AFL does it. And it seemed like I. Does AFL have as much dominance at the top as NRL? That'd be interesting to find out. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. That'd be really interesting to find out if AFL have a similar situation to the NRL where you've basically got Storm, Storm, Roosters, and then Penrith now that are over the last 20 years, if they haven't won a comp, like... Chops and changes quite a bit. In AFL? Yeah, I don't follow it closely, but closely enough. Yeah. 
Geelong and thereabouts most years. Mm. But you know, Richmond have had their moments. They've been up and down. Collingwood rose up and down. Like mm. it's the Swannies rose again thereabouts. But it's there's not again. I might be completely wrong in saying this, but yeah. there's not too many teams who just who your roosters storm mm. who just year in year out are top four. I yeah. think in, in the last decade or so they've had a, a three peat with Hawthorne. I think they had. I don't know if Richmond was a three. That, that three peat was like oh six to oh nine or something. So, oh, oh, oh sorry, oh seven to oh nine. Hawks was fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, or thir- no, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. I'm pretty sure. Was it that? Yeah, right. Oh, it d- doesn't matter. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Good. And then Richmond had a dominant period recently, but like yeah. those two teams both have had downs in the last ten years as well. So yep. yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you, Timmy. I don't really know a lot, but mm. going off that, it wouldn't be as dominant, except for maybe Geelong. Oh, I agree with you from a content perspective. It's my wet fucking dream, David. It would be incredible. Yeah. It would be incredible. I'll, I'll let Alex McKinnon, I did an interview with him recently and that podcast will come out in a few weeks. Mm. Have a listen because he, he's a draft fan and he actually, he I won't steal his Sunday. He has what I think is a pretty good fucking thing to put forward to the NRL. Obviously, it's going to cost money, all that kind of shit. Um, so wait for that interview to drop so you hear Alex McKinnon's thoughts and maybe later in, in a few weeks' time we'll, we'll revisit the drafting once we've got a bit more information. We'll get Matty to look at the AFL and maybe, Matty, if you could like go to the AFL and see, go the last 25 years or whatever and then compare it to NRL and see if there is a, a difference in who's won the premiership. And I think that might be a really good indication. Over a 25-year period, if there is no difference, then maybe a draft doesn't make a fucking difference. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.